Hello, and welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Children's Relit. My name is Shirley, and this is my co-host, Julie. Say hi, Julie. Hi. And we've been best friends since the fourth grade. Um, in this podcast, we're going to reread the books we loved as children and discuss their impact on and see if our opinions have changed in the ensuing eh, 25 to 30 years since we first read the book. Um, so <laughs> so uh, let's start with a little introduction and uh, why we're doing this. So um, I've been a librarian for over 10 years, mostly working with teens and young adults. I've been a reader my whole life and I have really early memories uh, visiting our local public library. But it wasn't until my family moved to Orange County that I had a friend who liked reading as much as I did, and that was Julie. It's me. So mostly, yeah, mostly I read fantasy and historical fiction. Uh, when I was a teen and young adult, I read books for adults. And now that I'm adult, I mostly read books for teens. But that's because YA as a genre did not actually exist. So, yeah. yeah. So what's your intro? Yo. Yeah, so I'm Julie. Um, I am a former liberal arts major, current computer scientist, and I read a whole bunch of everything. And so much reading. So much reading. Um, In multiple languages. Eh, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not oversell it. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm psyched about looking back at books that we honestly probably read over and over as kids that were very important to us as kids uh, that I have not looked at in many, many years. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's get into it. Let, let's do it. So, okay. Um, our first book that we picked is Alana, The First Adventure um, by Tamara Pierce. It was originally published in 1983. And um, we're going to have a bit of a framework um, for these books. I want to do a really short biography of the author um, to kind of give you a taste of, you know, who they are. Um, a really short um, synopsis of the book. Uh, spoilers. So, you know, if you've not read this book and you were thinking about reading it, like, we're going to tell you what happens. And then yes. also tell you uh, all kinds of things, spoilery things. So, Spoiler you know, things. maybe you should stop and read it first. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's a bunch of like kind of discussion-y questions, book clubby stuff that we'll talk about after this. So it it will be it will be enjoyable. So I will start the author bio. So Tamara Pierce is a children children's and young adult fantasy author who's written over 25 books set primarily in two universes, Tortal and the Circle Universe. The first published book is Elena, the First Adventure and essentially creates the framework for many of her following Tortal books, which is, girl does not like the world she lives in. So through a lot of hard work and sheer awesomeness, she saves the kingdom. Um, and I'll add a, a link to her website and bibliography and all that stuff in our show notes. We're going to have show notes, I guess. You know, we're supposed we'll make to make show notes. Too, so yeah. these things will happen. They um, sure will. And, yeah. Uh, the synopsis. So, Alana and her twin brother, Tom, spelled with an H, are being sent away to get an education because their mother is dead and their father's a scholar and doesn't care about raising kids at all. Tom, like most children of Gentry, is going to be trained as a knight, and Alana is going to a convent to learn how to be a lady and then get married off. 
neither of the twins like this and decide to swap because they look super similar. Uh, they're about 10. Um, it's the beginning of the book. Elena will pose as a boy, Alan, go off to be a knight, and Tom will be a magician because convents apparently train boys, but not girls, in magic. So um, here's the more synopsis. Hijinks ensue, and the new page Alan makes friends with all the cool kids in night school, which include the crown prince, Jonathan, and his friends, Gary, the funny friend, Raul, the, the tough, strong friend, Alex, this one super good with swords, and Francis, who is so generic, he does literally nothing except later die because they fridged him. So uh, uh, she's also super bullied because while she's good at things like hunting and riding, uh, apparently she's not good anymore and gets super bullied because um, she is like one of the smallest kids in her school. So she works super hard and with the help of her friends, such as George, the king of thieves, uh, rogues, thieves, mm. rogues, uh, she becomes an awesome fighter, learns these are magic, saves Jonathan's life from magical fever meets Jonathan's totally not evil cousin, Duke Roger, and then defeats demons in a cursed city. And Jonathan finds out she's a woman because of magical nudity. And that's pretty much the end of this book. So, okay. Um, hmm. I will start by asking you a question. Oh. Uh, what's, what's your first memory of this book? So I actually was trying to remember when we read this, and I honestly am not sure. You don't remember? I Well, see, I feel like all of my memories that I'm not entirely sure where they happened, I tend to imagine that I was about 12. <laughs> I think I was mentally 12 for, like, a lot of my life. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think? Late, late elementary school? Does that sound right? So this is my memory of this book in particular. Like, I think, I feel like I had to be at least six grade maybe seventh around there okay. because I was already working for my parents uh, and earning minor slave slave wages money because yeah um I think you lent me the first book maybe mm-hmm. and then I promptly went and bought the entire book series mm. from Crown Books remember Crown oh books? nice Crown Books yeah, yeah. I, went and I, I had to special order it because I didn't carry it in but um uh, remember that no, that was I, a thing you'd go to a bookstore and they wouldn't have it and you'd be like oh I'll just go to Amazon no you wouldn't you would ask them to order it and then it would come like weeks later it was the dark no! ages Crown <laughs> books if you ordered on Tuesday it would be there by like Friday Damn. they had an ordering day <laughs> wow that's how much I ordered books props uh, to you for knowing that um, that's amazing yeah you know I probably have the receipt for for this book, probably in one of the <gasps> other ones. Because wow. I bought them all at once. Oh, man. Probably well, then we could, oh, probably then like we could date it. <gasps> yeah. Evidence. Oh, go look it up. Yeah. Go look it up. I didn't think about that. Like, right now? Do it. Like, <laughs> I'll cut this out. <laughs> okay, so we looked for the receipt. The receipt does not exist anymore, apparently. It has disappeared in, you know, 30 years. <laughs> but we're pretty sure it would have been in the early early 90s yeah so yeah so yeah. anyways that was my first memory of this book was like this was another one of the books that julie lent me and it just really like i thought it was really important mm. um which i guess sort of segues into our second question which mm. is how this book affected us as kids yeah so why did you or didn't you 
did or didn't you like this book as as a youngling? As a youngling. Yeah. yeah. So this book is super interesting. I like I was thinking a lot about um basically so I was never really a tomboy. You were probably like a little bit more of a tomboy than me. I was um, a tomboy. I went yeah. But um yeah, I wasn't really a tomboy. Like I never did any kind of sports. Um I basically just the only sort of like boy things I did were nerd things. Um mm-hmm. But we were very much into sort of the like like girl power 90s, of course. A girl can do anything she wants. That includes being a knight, which is awesome. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was always very important. Um, yeah, I think like literally only recently have um, those kind, these kinds of like books and movies sort of advanced the idea that like, hey, it's a fantasy novel. Why not like fantasize about a world where you don't have to overcome like rigid gender roles? Um, <laughs> literally never occurred to us as kids. We're just like, yeah, of course, girls can't be nice, except this girl can because she's the best. Uh, right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, so yeah. I feel just like the- definitely that was, I feel like that's kind of where I was too. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, like, um, I think for us growing up, there were still these really kind of defined expectations and we were kind of like, well, no, that sucks. You know, yeah. we were nerds and we yeah. wanted to kind of be, we were already different and yeah, 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 yeah. Know, like I didn't like, you know, being told what I had to do because I was a girl or, mm. or you know, I was whatever. And, you know, this was really cool. Like, because she's like, yeah, this freaking sucks. Like yeah. I'm going to go and be a knight and kick ass, like and save <laughs> the world, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I thought that was really cool. Um, and actually, like, looking back at my book collection, like, half of the books I read as a kid kind of had this theme. Um, I actually a couple books to um, Alex. He had a, a friend who wanted to read, who didn't read enough and wanted to borrow some books. And I lent her, like, four. Mm-hmm. And I did not even realize, like, four of my favorite books, but that weren't too hard. Mm-hmm. Um and all those books were like hella girl power. Like it's nice. um, like empowerment, like women, like Liddy's one of them, which I love mm-hmm. Liddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just, you know, just being very, very capable, very strong, not necessarily physically strong, but like, like mentally, you know, yeah. like I'm not going to let this world, you know, screw me yes. over. Yes. Yes. You'll overcome all odds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and without having to be a dude, well, although she kind of does become a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a ton to talk about there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, I mean, just, go, we finish, finish, talk yeah. about that then. Yeah, mm, let's talk yeah. about how that's kind of fucked up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's interesting. It kind of starts with this, like, I feel like it was a really common cliche in fantasy that um, if you are, like, the daughter of a nobleman, you have to like become a lady and learn lady things and like wear dresses and learn like deportment or whatever. Um, And obviously like you don't want to do that because that's terrible. And like the girls who are into it are like silly. So you run off and do the awesome thing instead. Yeah. 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 Um, And that I think really probably spoke to both of us in that, like, even though, so I, I don't think I like ever really like wanted to be a boy or like even sort of like do boy things, but I definitely wasn't good at doing feminine things either. Like we didn't dress well, makeup, like I literally did the same thing to my hair for like, if you may remember, like literally like 15 years. Um, uh, I, I'm going to guess longer. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, maybe we don't need to say numbers. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So it is interesting, kind of this contrast between like, does it suck to be a woman or does it suck to be forced to do certain kinds of feminine things? Or expectations of society that you don't fit in. Because I think, you know, the, the old concept when I was a kid definitely would have been like, no, being a girl sucks. Like, she's awesome because she's a knight. Yes. Well, but that's also limiting. Like, yeah. there are people who like to wear dresses and, yeah. I don't know, do girly things, which I, right. I am not good at. But, I mean, it's it's the <laughs> idea, um, you know, you shouldn't have to be told how to be. Because, again, not all women want mm. to be knights. Yes, that's um, true. And, I mean, maybe that's, you know, we're going to to skip around maybe a little bit but yeah, know, maybe yeah. on rereading it thinking about like you know well a lot of the women in this series are really awesome they kick a lot of butt but mm-hmm. they all do have like definitely very masculine quote-unquote typically masculine traits if yeah, you think yeah, about yeah. it like um you know i mean this is not in this story but like later jonathan um the woman he falls in love with she's a princess she does the princessy things but she's also like a very fierce fighter, mm. you know, as well. Um, and she's, like, extraordinarily outspoken, which, again, like, is not a typically feminine trait. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of an interesting thought, mm. you know? Like, why why does have to be being a, a lady be bad? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. just because I don't want to be one doesn't mean <laughs> someone else doesn't want to be a lady. So, right, right. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and having read um, more of Tamora Pierce's more recent works, I feel like that trope still kind of holds through. Like the the female female protagonists of her her of her books tend to be fairly quote-unquote tomboyish I would say yeah you know I mean definitely the one from first um from Paige Mm -hmm. um Kel Kel Def um I think what is it who's who's the name of the second one is it Diane I actually don't know I can't remember she talks to animals but anyways Mm. um I think oh yeah yeah, yeah. more traditional feminine but she's also not like i don't think uh, a physical fighter you mm, know right a lot of her other characters tend to be um pretty pretty hands-on like fighting style you know stuff right right so yeah so you know since we already kind of started it what what do you think upon rereading it you know having now you know gained hopefully some life experiences <laughs> yeah um it's really interesting I think um so the another thing I was thinking a lot about was how um when I was a kid I was always like labeled gifted um Mm -hmm. yeah it was like I always I tested really well I was like very quiet and well behaved in class like I was it was like it's very easy for teachers to like me um yeah yeah so I, it was kind of interesting to see that sort of theme kind of play out a lot in the book. There's like a sense in which like, well, Elana is like really literally gifted, right? She has the gift. Um, yeah, but also yeah. she's like, she's better at um, hunting and writing and shooting than her brother is. 
Um, so there's sort of that, like, just there's a theme of like talent and like following your talents. Um, but there's also this theme yeah. of like, uh, there's a sense in which Ilana is like not a natural knight because she's small. And yeah. uh, there's actually this really great scene that I feel like I didn't really pick up on a lot as a kid mm-hmm. where um, the very first time they start like sword fighting class mm-hmm. um, and they like suit up and they like, she spars for the first time and she just gets her ass beat. Right. Yeah. She like, it's, it's, it's bad. She's super, she's completely like humiliated. Yeah. Um, and then uh, wow. her faithful manservant uh, tells her that the, her opponent was a natural and she's not a natural, but um if you train hard, you can kind of become a natural, which is something I feel like I just glossed over that as a kid because I just sort of assumed like I, I was always waiting for people to notice like, oh, like, I'm so good. I'm so gifted. Like, pat me on the head. Uh, I Like the, the concept of like working hard to become good at something like just did not like click with me, uh, obviously, because I'm a super genius. No, no, you don't understand how how, how undemanding our schooling was. Um <laughs> true it's true it's the worst yeah so um yeah like that stuff was really interesting um you know um so what I kind of uh adding to that actually I realized I think Alana suffers from imposter syndrome oh she's literally an imposter well yeah I mean oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I was thinking about that also also, as well imposter syndrome like she Mm. even though like she's always like well I was really good I was the best hunter with the bow at my, in my, at my house. Yeah. And now like I'm crap at everything, you know? Right. Um, and, but the whole time she's just like, I'm not good at stuff. Like, I don't know why anyone's going to want me. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, the prince uh, asks her to be his page when he becomes a knight. Um, this becomes a knight. Yeah. When he becomes a knight and yeah. she's like, why would you ask me? Like, I'm not good at stuff. Like I'm not good at this and this and this. And right. he's like, no, you are really good at stuff. Like, and it's not just like, oh, she's naturally t- talented in everything, but it's also yeah. like the the way she she thinks about information and processes it and problem solves. Right. And she's outspoken, and they like not just her her skills and talents, but also her personality. And she yeah. really does think she's crappy. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting. Um thing about her is that she kind of doesn't understand why her friends like her they really she doesn't know why they even want to be around her at all like yeah yeah it's like super relatable (laughs) but I don't think I got any of that as a kid yeah 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 totally totally I was more thinking about just like yeah being a knight is awesome let's fight uh (laughs) swords and and horses and and it's it's good stuff um yeah you know but I do feel that you know, with the writing. So mm-hmm. this is Tamara Pierce's first book. Um, and uh, this this book is really interesting. The The story originally was that um, Tamara Pierce was working with um, a bunch of teenage girls and was telling them this story. And the story had, she'd already written it, but mm-hmm. she was telling them a slightly less adult version of this story. Um, and so she stripped out some of the sex and violence, but not all of it um to to make it appropriate for teens and so when she wanted to get it published the her editor i guess or the publisher said why don't you make it for ya and she's like oh i could do that i've already done it essentially mm-hmm. i've already done this but i feel like her writing has improved a lot since this book like rereading it and i'm like i remember loving this book and i'm like the beginning kind of drags yeah you know? there's yeah. a lot of exposition um there's a lot of 
like telling not showing she always mm-hmm. talks about how she loves her brother her brother yeah. does nothing like yeah. why does she like him he seems just like a jerk you know yeah yeah and she says uh, people always say like people don't like tom well he doesn't really do much though you know <laughs> so i i do feel like there's a lot of of um you know i mean the, the her writing's definitely gotten better since then but the beginning is kind of yeah i mean I mean, I shouldn't complain because, you know, it's still better than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was noticing that also. And like, it is her first book, um, which like, yeah, obviously she 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 does get better. But um, I was thinking a lot about the fact, well, like, A, when I was a kid, I did not realize that like books were of different quality or that you could like criticize like writing. I just mm. assumed like if I didn't like understand a book, it was because I like, I was too young to get it. It never occurred to me like, oh, maybe the book is bad. Um, but also, I feel like um, when you're a kid, actually, like telling is not necessarily bad. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you just say, if you're reading this as a kid and it's like literally just explaining like, how do you go to night school? Like that stuff is super interesting. Like I, I remember like you would just think about it as a kid. Like, what would I do if I were in night yeah. school? You know? Yeah. 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 And there's there's a ton of process in the book, which is pretty, you know, I don't know. She goes to algebra class, which I, I honestly I don't know why she's studying algebra, but she does. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, she and all of her books were that she goes into a lot of detail about what they are studying. They mm. do so much schoolwork in all of yeah. her books, which is kind of miserable if you think about it. It's a magical world. And you still learn all this. Math. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, it's also worse because of, like she has to study all of like mundane things and she also has to learn magic. And also she has to become a, like a, you know. And sword like, yeah, and, and also, like pretend like she's a dude. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 The second shift. Um. Yeah. Duh. It's so much work. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it, it's interesting how definitely we 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 perceive these books because I'm thinking about some of the other books and I don't want to talk too much about it, these other books that we're going to talk about later, mm. later in future podcasts. Yes. But um, my side of the mountain is a ton of exposition. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. I'm like, yeah. I felt like I could go and live on a mountain now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I always, this is one thing that even as a kid, I was not crazy about. I am mm-hmm. not crazy about her, um, her fight scenes. Ah, oh, interesting. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of description about everything except her fight scenes. Mm. And like when, even from reading it and trying to read it carefully, like I can't visualize Hmm. what this fight scene is it's not Hmm. very you know detailed it doesn't seem like a real um and I mean I know writing fight scenes is really hard especially if you're not like a master swords person or a master martial artist or something um but like I look to like Jim Butcher is a fantastic he rates great action scenes Hmm. um you know, and so like, I mean, not everyone can can be great at it, but I just yeah. feel like that's kind of a weak point for a story where, you know, it's really important that she be a fantastic swordswoman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But again, as a kid, never occurred to me. <laughs> really? Oh, did you at the time? I definitely didn't. I definitely didn't. I don't know didn't. if it okay. was. I don't know if it was at the time, but I think mm-hmm. even maybe maybe when I was a little older, rereading it. I think she was talking about like a butterfly strike and I'm like what the hell is a butterfly <laughs> butterfly strike yeah you know and I'm like that doesn't make any sense in a sword move like just doing that many curves like 
just yeah, momentum. Actually, you're right. I have you know? no idea like, what that is. Yeah. Right? I mean, it sounds very fancy. It does sound fancy. Yeah. <laughs> but as, as you know, someone who watched a lot of uh, fantasy movies mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah. played yeah. a lot of D&D, might yes. make no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you you played a ton of D&D and you, like, did martial arts and your brothers did martial arts. So I think you, like... We just hmm. beat each other up a lot, so... Also that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say, though, I do think that it was... Um, it's pretty well done, the contrast between, like, she has her first sparring and she, like, just she gets beat down. And she actually, I feel like she kind of captures well um, during the brief time that I, like, did Taekwondo um mm. you always like you do taekwondo and you do like the the forms and you're like oh okay i can do this and then you spar and you're like oh my god i'm the worst at sparring like i literally this is like this is ridiculous i cannot do yeah. this at all and i feel like that oh. actually kind of captured that feeling very well you kind of feel like oh it's somehow going to feel like you're in a martial arts movie and you're just like wait no i'm hella slow and i'm already tired and like <laughs> it's not working yeah. Yeah. sparring is super hard super hard like, and, I'm not carrying, you know, and so- i think it's you know, again, so like from the first time I read it and then I took mild martial arts, you know, mm-hmm. and then like now rereading it and, and and she talks about having done all this drilling, you know, yeah. like, you know, drilling for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And so things become more natural. And I'm like, that's what they talk about when practicing martial arts is like you need to drill so that, you know, like, OK, well, this punch you follow with this block or this kick or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like that's that's how you you get better. And so that right. that muscle memory. Yeah. I think well, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I was going to say that that there's like a, a second fight. I don't know. They have like sword graduation or whatever. And um, <laughs> she spars again. And it like it, it, it starts clicking for her because she's been doing all this extra practice like alone with Even her weekly, sword she, with her her manservant sword. Yeah. 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 It's like too big for her. So she's like overtraining and it like and that actually I like I feel like that would be well. better. Would yeah. that be better? I don't know either. I guess it's good for, like, just building muscle. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't think it would, like, you wouldn't be faster, mm. right? Like, I mean, I <laughs> having now seen Naruto and, like, Rock Lee <laughs> and his weights, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> well, also, um, she finds, so she finds a magical sword in these, like, ruins. Um, yes, and randomly, because, you know, she, magic. Yeah. Obviously, um, but she she fights her like second sparring duel like with the magical sword, and it's like, um, how are you not murdering each other? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this <is> safe. <laughs> yeah, did they put like a was did they say there was like a guard on it or something? No, I mean, there must be. Otherwise, you, all these Otherwise, kids would die. Have little like yeah, like page nuggets, you know? Yeah, I don't know. So One of the ties into something that like um. I can't, I almost feel like this might have been something that you told me and I can't remember where the source is. Maybe, you know, but, um, mm. the thing I'm, the quote I'm thinking of is that when, um, when kids read a scary book about kids, they find it like exciting. And when adults read a scary book about kids, they get scared because they're picturing kids in dangers. Um, I don't know if that's my quote. Like, I know that as, as a parent, like I definitely perceive things really differently. Um, yeah. So when I first watched Finding Nemo, I was like, oh, this is a cool story. Like, this is great. And like, you cry or whatever, because, you know, it's Pixar and it'll make you cry. But like having a child now, like, Mm -hmm. it's so different. And I was watching Finding Dory. And to me, I was like, you know, I'm like, it's super cute. And I was literally crying, but like, not for the reason why you would think I was crying because I was thinking about like Dory 
yeah. is a special needs child. Ah, that movie messed me up. <laughs> Dory's a special needs child. And I'm just thinking about how how much her parents love her and yeah. take care of her and are really trying to yeah. give her the best life possible, given mm-hmm. her 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 special needs. And like literally, I was just bawling thinking yeah, about this. Totally. You know, um, I'm like, this is not something that I would have ever thought about as a kid. <laughs> you know, I would have yeah, been yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dory, Dory's adorable. Her eyes yeah, are huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but I bring you know, this and up I, because, um, mm-hmm. like, when I read this book as a kid, it was like, oh, this is like a fun adventure. You know, she's like, she doesn't have any parental supervision. She's like, yeah living her dream, going to night school. And like, now I'm reading, it's like, A, she's 10 and she like, doesn't so have young. enough time to sleep. She's like doing all this physical labor. Um, wow. She gets bullied so badly that the bully literally breaks her arm. And yeah. like, no one, like, it's very intense. Like, yeah. I mean, but as a kid, I was just like, oh, this I, seems normal. I, like, <laughs> well, like, yeah, I, in, that's one of the things that I was thinking about was the bullying in this is extreme. You it's know, extreme. I mean, like, and I, and we were bullied children. And our bullying never got to this level, thank Not God. Her. But um, yeah, she gets her her what she breaks her nose, she gets her yeah her, like black eyes, she gets a yeah. broken arm. Yeah, she constantly beats the crap out of her. Yeah, um, yeah. She mentions that it's a good thing that she doesn't go swimming, um, because then everyone would see that she's like covered in bruises. Yeah, it's intense. It's uh, really messed up. Yeah, uh, and you think this is a ten year old, and she's a small ten year old. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That is that is bonkers. Right, and um, he's a bigger boy. Like he's a teenager. He's uh, a couple, at least a couple years. At least a couple older, years old. You know, and yeah. there's a big, there's a big difference between like a thirteen year old and a ten year old, especially it's a thirteen year old boy and a ten year old. You're yeah. like right. You know, you know, yeah, especially because a lot of boys might start growing when they're like thirteen, start putting on weight. Especially if you've been doing all this like yeah. work for years. <laughs> totally, totally. Um. And so reading about it, I think as a kid, you know, there's a scene where, you know, she she finally gets the point where she's trained enough and also learned enough dirty tricks from. from yeah. <laughs> um, where she's like, oh, this, this, this is the day I take a stand and fight back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as a kid, you're like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And, Total wish but, fulfillment. <laughs> right. But yeah. I this time it was so funny. I was reading it and I think because I understood so much more. I was literally like had tears when when she was beating the crap <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, oh, you you kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was like this kid so deserved it. She's worked so hard. <laughs> she suffered through so much. Yeah. Like you you beat him down. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Where does that, by the way, where does that trope come from? I was trying to, because obviously this is like pre-Harry Potter and like le, the bully kid is exactly Draco Malfoy, right? He's just like a spoiled rich kid who bullies younger kids. Is like, is that just a thing that happens in every school? Or like, where does this tra- trope come from? I think it's just every school. I mean, it's okay. like every, you know, John <laughs> Hughes story, movie. Or yeah, yeah, actually, like... you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he's totally a John Hughes villain. <laughs> he is. You know, yeah. but like with less sweater vests, you know. <laughs> true, true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I th- mm-hmm. Oh, I was just gonna say something else that so you know she has like there's kind of like mentor character like that she like works for this knight named Sir Miles, mm-hmm. um, and he's like he drinks a ton because he's like bummed out by like like chivalric culture, um, yeah, like the culture, and I think like as not nightly, um, um. 
pertaining to knights. Um, so yes. as a kid, I kind of felt like actually the same way Atlanta did, which is just like, eh, what does he know? Knights are awesome. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is pretty messed up. <laughs> no wonder you drank. Because it's like, um, it's stated very explicitly that like the right thing to do in that situation was not for like Elena to get an adult. That was like the wrong decision. Oh, yeah. It was literally like, well, how, what happened to you? I fell down, you know? Yeah. I ran into a doorway, right. fell down the stairs, you know? Like, like she's she's questioned by a, a lot of these adults. And they're <laughs> like, well, what happened to your arm? I fell down, you know? Yeah. And they literally it's it it says like if she told then she would lose, you know, like this is something that she had to resolve on her own. Right. And uh Raylon the bully um actually tells on her after she beats him up and he's like disgraced for it. Like he broke the code. Right, you know? right, right, right. Because well, he's not supposed to say anything. Yeah. But this is pretty messed up. I mean, yeah. like if someone were <laughs> like a child were to t- take this to heart and like well okay i'm bullied in school i'm gonna I gotta train real hard and yeah. go up instead instead of getting teachers you know right, like right. that's pretty messed up although and, i think that was maybe not out of line kind of when we grew up i think i hope it's different for kids now but i think there was a sense of like there was only so much help you were gonna get from adults you know yeah like i don't remember yeah. telling i mean actually well, I, I don't true. feel like i was like you know really bullied too badly and like nothing physical you know I was just like made fun of because I was a weirdo um it's like fair uh but it like I never you know I never told adults about it <laughs> so I was actually yeah you you got it physically worse bullied I think because I was even weirder and I was a super small kid like that <laughs> yeah, probably true. didn't help I mean yeah. I was minuscule so yeah you know I mean definitely there were people who would like push me or you know like squash my head or whatever um that's so messed up yeah but sure uh, <laughs> yeah it's fine <laughs> I'm, I'm not over it or anything yeah. <laughs> oh i am over it where are they Freudian now? slip <laughs> where are they now where are they now nowhere i have i have no idea i don't know where we, we have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> we have some podcasts um, but yeah, like, like I think bullying, I think the perception of bullying is different, but I think my, uh, Sir Miles has actually, it is, he, he, he talks about like in his class, he wants to talk about like things like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, doing the right thing. And, you know, they were like, no, just teach the basics. Like, yeah, you get too deep here. Don't get, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, 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 and he, yeah. And it's not really the best way i mean it's sort of the difference between i think a high school education versus a college education right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. high school you just kind of memorize and college they're like no think about it like yeah. we don't need yeah. you to memorize things as much as like understand why right right but he does drink a lot like i was yeah. thinking about this she escorts him back to his room all the time because he's yeah. too drunk to walk alone. Yeah, like, yeah, which is yes. also just kind of presented as like, oh, well, there he goes again. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know how he is. Well, <laughs> it's, and it's not actually shown as a as a problem. Like, you know, he's never hung over at work. That's true. They never talk about that. He true. doesn't miss classes. He's, you know, not belligerent. He's, yeah. I mean, it's like he is the the best behaved drunk 
true. It's true. Although I think they, they kind of state explicitly, like, he drinks a lot because just um, court culture, like, he just doesn't like it. He just doesn't agree with it. But he doesn't do anything about it. He just drinks. Yeah. And then stay out of the court like Alan yeah dad you could also do that you could just go home and like you know yeah. apparently he like lives next to like ancient interesting ruins so with magic items with magic items <laughs> let's see what do we have noticing anything different we were talking about that new perspective insights we're talking about that talking about that yeah um, yeah what is I have. I oh, have deep we're talking about that. like stuff that we didn't pick up on as kids. How about it? Like, it's pretty strongly implied yeah. that like George, the king of the thieves, like became the king of the thieves by murdering the previous king. Oh, oh yeah. No, I knew <laughs> that. He yeah. It was, He's there was seventeen. <laughs> yeah, really, really young, but he's mm-hmm. quite a bit older than Alana. This yes. is what I did not realize. I mean, I guess I maybe sort of realized, but this is my question to you: Is George by? Hmm. Right? Because hmm. when he he's first Alana, she rides into the city. <laughs> right. He does not know that she is a boy. Right. Or she does not know that she's a girl. Right? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know that she's a girl for a long time. For quite a long um, time. Yeah. And, and he, he does. He calls her a very pretty boy. Well, I'm sure she was. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's oh he's even even before it seems like he has a very like flirtatious um relation with right you know she's 10 <laughs> which is also awkward when you're like 17 and a 10 year old yeah what's going on there about that but but i mean i always felt like he kind of liked her even then more than like as a oh this is a a fun person or this is my pet or this is like a, a little little buddy you know, right, like, right, 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 right. Well, like um, there was more than that. Right. Well, I will also say that um, when like Prince Jonathan is coming to like choose his squire, he's talking to his father, the king. I think let's just say that it, it might be to someone else. It's just like, oh, like why are you picking sure. like Alan? What's what like what's good about him? And like he says, I think he'd die for me, and I think I'd die for him too. And it's like, wow. <laughs> what's going on That's there? A That's a lot. That's like, a lot. And they're like again, they're like 12 13 he's a bit older he's about to be like become a knight which i think means he's like 17 or 18 yeah and i think by that time like alan is like 13 she's like 13 at the end of the book okay but i I, he doesn't have as big of an age gap between as much as with george but yeah yeah, they talk about alan is very Mm -hmm. interesting yeah Um, you know you can kind of maybe compare it to the whole like tolkien uh, you know, Samwise and Frodo mm-hmm, relationship. Mm-hmm, yeah. Where it's like this incredibly like, you know, tight, you know, brother mm-hmm. almost romance, you know, like right. there's a reason why that all those jokes. But you know, yeah. I mean maybe that's maybe it's it's part of that whole knighthood, you know, mm-hmm. being part yeah. of this knighthood family, you know, like you you would die for them. Right. But I still yeah. think that there's a bit of a of a, a, of a love between a uh, Georgian George and Alana. Right. Like, I mean, I don't want to harp on it too much, hmm. but like, this was my thought. He's pretty young to be a thieves. He's totally <laughs> done crazy stuff, you know? And yeah. he, he has this, um, the queen of the rogues. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Rispa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know how old she is in the books. Uh-huh. I think she always sounded like she was older, but 
I think in a later book, he says, like, oh, there's nothing between us, you know, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. you would sort of think, think, like, oh, well, King of the Rogues, Queen of the Rogues, you know, <laughs> maybe there, I don't know, I feel like there's, like, this whole, like, his court is odd. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was just a thought. Yeah, interesting, interesting. I mean, maybe. I feel like I, I didn't reread it and you get the other three books. Um, I don't know if this is, like, a world where, like, homosexuality even exists or is ever mentioned. So this is the thing. So like uh, this book was written in the uh, 80s, right? Yeah. Um, when we read it, it was the 90s. Like yeah. it would have stay to include yes. any kind of queer representation yeah. in a children's book. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So then the question, therefore, is is if like okay, so if George is not bi, mm-hmm. um, then did he always know that Alana was a girl? Like there. Mm-hmm scene where it said he says he doesn't but maybe he kind of knew you know well I was yeah so both uh Jonathan and George like have the gift and like this is the only way anybody ever figures out that Alan is actually a girl is like through the fact that like gender is apparently or I'm sorry like magic is apparently like very closely tied with gender like using magic somehow reveals your true self which includes your gender so maybe they knew all along yeah (laughs) It's really yeah. weird. We can talk about that. That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the the actually magic in this world is really kind of strange. It really is. Like some some books, some worlds really get into like delve into it. Like Brandon Sanderson's kind of known for like having these yeah. really kind of complex magical rules. You right. Know? Like right. The, there's like sort could... of or like mm-hmm. laws or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This, like it's mechanics. Does not like he uses in her game. world. It's a very yeah. yeah. It's it's like Star Trek. Like they don't explain how anything actually works. Mm, yeah. You know, Except like, that it's like they just do things. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think the magic system is kind of weird. So everyone is represented by I guess they sort of have like magical aura colors. Um, mm. and in the final battle, she's there fighting these these demons and. I, it almost seems like their avatars are fighting, right? Because it's like the adult mm. Jonathan, adult mm-hmm. Alana. <clears throat> so, like, they're magical spirits, I guess? Because mm-hmm. that, that also happens when she's um, saving Jonathan. Jonathan is struck down by a, a, a fever. It's mm. not a typical fever. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and she has to use all this magic to try to save his day. Francis, yeah. did he say anything? I don't think he got a single line of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, like if, if it was a movie, he would be an extra. <laughs> totally. He did not get his SAG card for being in this uh, in this film. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. He's like the, one of their best friends, you know, right. it's a group of like four of them. Yeah. And he does nothing. He does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know if he it was literally like he was there just because he like someone had to get oh. killed off or if she just like made up a bunch of friends and it was like this is too many friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> we that that just happens when he have too many characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but you're right, he doesn't get a personality. It's just the first option. Mm. R.I.P. Francis. Tropes. <laughs> he dies to push the plot. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. um Alan in the very beginning of the book is told by her her essentially nanny mm-hmm. like you have to use your gift you have to use it to help people that's part of the whole thing that you got this gift from the goddess and yeah. she's like no i'm scared of my magic um and then <laughs> one of their good friends who does nothing 
dies. <laughs> and she's like, no, I do need to use my magic. It was because I, I ignored this. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's really terrible. Like, I mean, technically, if you want, okay, like, if you're doing, like, screenwriting, if you want to be impactful, like, Gary should have died. Mm, right? Yeah. I suppose Gary and Alex seem, like, Gary expendable. Had personality. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. He's around. He's like, they actually have conversations with him. This is true. Yeah, like he's Gary's the first one that she takes to go meet George. True. Um, and like he um, like was kind of showing her around the area and stuff like that. And he's yeah. supposedly funny and he's, mm-hmm. you know, the son of the Duke and all that. Like, really, there's a lot of Dukes in this world. But, there's a lot um, of Dukes. I got them all mixed up, to be honest. At least yeah, on this rewrite. I don't know how many Dukes there are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's the stern yeah. one, and there's the evil one, and there's, like, more that I forget. Yeah, and in real life, there's, like, not that many Dukes, like, in the UK or whatever. <laughs> I think I looked it up. There's 14 or something. Really? There's not that many. Wow, that's I not very many it's at like all. I don't know. It's, like, not a lot. Well, what's hilarious yeah. is if you read romance novels, like, everyone's They're a everywhere. freaking Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, there's not 50 Dukes <laughs> or whatever, like. <laughs> right, right, right. They're definitely not all hot. Yeah. <laughs> I know and like young um that's hilarious so yeah yeah no but it should have been I mean if you want to make de- death truly impactful you gotta sacrifice a character that you actually care about so like Raoul mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Gary should have been the one to pass away not generic Francis you know yeah 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 I'm gonna write to Tamar <laughs> Pierce and tell her that <laughs> <laughs> like hey come on do better do this um, book that you wrote <laughs> <before>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking about that a lot also because I like you can't help but notice like sort of like weird choices or like some of the the writing seems kind of clunky and like you don't understand why like things are like this or like that. Um, and then you're like, wow. Yeah. When I was 12, I didn't notice any of that. I didn't care about any of that. Like I was just super bought into like, oh, it's a magical fantasy world with like fighting and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, you know, it's, it's sort of a generic medieval world. And, like, again, I studied European history, which yeah. is the most worthless of college majors. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, essentially, in, like, these sort of medieval castles or whatever, like, maybe the the, the nobility, like, the, the, you know, lord and lady of the house might have a bedroom yeah. of their own. But, like, yeah. pretty much everyone else just, like, slept in the same rooms. Like, sure. there's no way that she would be able to go to all these places and get her own hotel room you know totally what I mean? <laughs> right everywhere she goes she gets her own room right right um, that said i don't know how not, often no like people were, like, go to hotel they go to not hotels they go to inns and right. they share beds sure 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 of course yeah 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 so how could she possibly hide her gender when you're like you know there's like you and yeah. one like nested straw mattress yeah I mean, I don't know how often they were, like, completely stripped down naked either. Like, maybe it was actually easier. <laughs> they also take a lot of baths. They probably yes. take more baths than they really should. <laughs> they, they take more baths than people at the air probably. And I do a lot more laundry, too. Mm. You know, I mean, the whole thing of, like, you wear the chemise, like, yes. so you don't have to take a bath. Yeah. Or, like, you have to wash all your clothes. You just wash the bottom part. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, so um speaking mm. of laundry i was trying mm. to remember 
um, of the books that we read around this time, like how many of them like explicitly mentioned getting your period? It seems like this was pretty unusual. <clears throat> Obviously, like, are you there? Got other, what was it? Judy Bloom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judy right. Bloom, Judy Bloom. But that's like literally about getting your period. Literally like, about getting your period. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the first book I think where I read that someone had birth control. Yeah, let's talk about that also. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Alana in this book, like, like one more, she literally is like thinks she's dying because there's blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, and she can't ask her manservant, who apparently doesn't know about periods. I'm like, right. No, but whatever. And sure. George takes her to his mother, who is also a healer, because yeah. he doesn't know. Like, she doesn't explain what's going on. Yeah. Um, and like George's mother starts cracking up because she's like, it's your period. Like this is what happens when you become a woman. And yeah. Right. I'm sure everyone listening should know how period. But also her um <laughs> magical birth control. It's like a next which right. they need to invent. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> you also have to assume that control. like I don't know why no one noticed that like Alan came home one night and like had birth control. <laughs> Yeah, you can only assume this necklace was like very unobtrusive. Um, but yeah, yeah if it's... you have the gift, you would notice that the mad. Yeah. Why would you need a magic necklace? Yeah. I don't know. It never comes up again. It's fine. <laughs> it does. Maybe in the the future books. Oh yeah, um, when she's actually because, like in relationship. Yeah, when she's gonna like, get it on. Yeah, yeah. See, I I do like he that she like her if she has something. Oh really? I think he did. I'm not sure. That's very responsible. It's been a while since I read it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do like that she basically. They have magical birth control, and definitely talked about birth control. And it was very matter of fact. There was no. There's no shaming. Yeah, totally. It's just like if you're gonna do it, be Mm. safe. Did they? She doesn't say that. She's just like, oh, cool. You're uh, woman now. There's birth control. She does say, I think, like, she's like, you're not going to want to have a baby. Like, mm-hmm. sure, like sure. if you don't want a baby, like, use this. If you don't want a baby, like, take it away, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's but reversible. Remember, it's really good. Babies are only one half. Except for it doesn't, does it production STDs? Because they never talk about that. Or there are, like, no STDs in this world. There's none. It's fine. She also has a healing gift, so. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Miles never has a hangover. He just uses his healing gift. Sir Miles Hickman? Uh, he does, right? Doesn't he use it when they're like healing Jonathan? It's fine. Yes. Don't worry about it. Yes. yes? <laughs> Maybe. It, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, talk about Duke Roger for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to explain who Duke Roger is? <laughs> So, um, there's this, like, magical fever that, um, almost kills the crown prince, and some people, not Alana, feel like this is very suspicious, because the, the, Jonathan gets sick after, like, the healers are already exhausted, she, and he almost dies, but is saved by Alana, mm-hmm. and then Duke Roger shows up, and everyone's like, yay, it's Duke Roger, he's so great, um, mm-hmm. but Alana, like, instinctively just hates him, and she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know why I hate you so much, but I do, mm-hmm. um, and then later, like, she gets a, br- a letter from her brother, who is in a convent learning magic, mm-hmm. um, Basically about how, like, he's been taught by Duke Roger 
and that um, when like some of the boys seem to be like too talented, they like mysteriously disappear. He's like, so he's this kind of sinister figure, mm. uh, but he's also super charismatic yeah. and like people really like him, except for Elena, who's just like, I don't know why, but this guy's bad news. Um, yeah. Well, that happens. Like sometimes, <laughs> like too slick, and I'm just like, ugh. I am actually, I think but, because uh, I'm so weird and awkward, I like instinctively distrust people who are like very charismatic because just feel like, what's going on with you? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, like me. <laughs> Are you just saying I'm not charismatic? Oh, actually, you know, I take it back. You have you have a pretty high charisma score. That's true. Yay! <laughs> really higher than mine. It's all fake. It's fake. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fake. <laughs> um, yeah. But what's really interesting is that I was reading some some background material for this book, um, and Tamir Pierce actually says like one of her first relationships. Hmm? who she based Duke Roger off of. That's awesome. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you can guess how that relationship ended up. <laughs> okay, I, I, that's really awesome that you'd be so mad at your ex that you basically turn him into someone who's trying to murder a child. It's like, yeah, murder a child, and then like, because at the end of the book, like, they're like, oh, we're gonna go to this one city. We have like this thing to do, and like, oh, BT Dubs, there's. There's this evil <laughs> cursed city nearby. Yeah, you which you should totally definitely not visit. go like, to. Like, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, like, don't wink, go. Wink. People do <laughs> But totally go. You know? But totally go. But don't go. But totally go. Of course, Jonathan, Alana, being insane, <laughs> go. And I'm like, I... And I, I think as a kid, I never thought, like, why did Right? Yeah. But now as an adult, I'm like, why the fuck would you go? Well, yeah, as a kid, you're like, oh, I'm totally going. I'm totally going. That's so awesome. And now you're just... <laughs> yeah. Well, and it doesn't like there's a time crunch. It's not like every hundred years, the demons escape and they're going to kill everybody. Like, they don't say that. Like, dude, wait, become yeah. better and then <laughs> go. Like, go in like five years. When... <laughs> like, she's still a Totally. Oh, actually, I really like that. Um, like he, she asked Jonathan, "Is like, why didn't you bring one of your other friends?" He's like, "They would have actually stopped me." <laughs> like, yeah, we went crazy enough to do this. Yeah, <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Oh, no, go!" And then you'd like, really <laughs> But this is the weird thing: is that okay? So Jonathan goes, even though he knows that everyone's <laughs> going to stop him, and it's probably not a good idea. And he's yeah. going to run the country. Totally. <laughs> Maybe he should have yeah. died. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. Dick Roger was so evil. I, I never. <laughs> I always thought he was so skeezy. Mm. Yeah, he is skeezy. Right. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> so skeezy. Yeah. Like he would have like little skinny like mustache and like twirl it. Mm-hmm. He's mm. that guy. Yeah. Okay. Like dresses too well. Very suspicious. Does. Oh yeah. If you're yeah, totally. Um, okay, so do you like, like this book better or worse now? Do you think it holds up? I feel like this is going to be difficult to answer every time we do this, because I almost feel like I can't read it without thinking about my experience reading it as a kid. I mean, obviously, we've been talking about a ton of stuff that, like, struck us differently as adults. 
Um, yeah. I feel like the question of like, do I like this book almost doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. can't decide how much I love reading it when I was 12. Yeah. I don't know. The 12 year old in you still loves this book. Yeah. 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 It's like when you, you know, you watch a, um, anything you watch like a movie or like something that you loved as a kid and you you kind of see that the version that you saw as a kid which was probably better than the version that was on the screen you're just like imagination like filled in a lot of it but I don't know if it always holds so so like you know I think that for me I still really enjoyed this book I mm-hmm. for me I, I noticed more of the flaw but there was still enough where I still this is why I loved this book I still loved the series I love this author right but there are things that I loved as a child and you re-explore and you're like, this was crap. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Like, that is an excellent example of childhood being destroyed. So, like, I, <laughs> um, Darkwing, Duck, Darkwing mm-hmm. Duck, and as an adult, you're just it's not that great. The voice acting, some of it's kind of odd. Yeah. Um. Why? Why does Darkwing Duck literally create every single villain? Like, <laughs> you know. So you. Wow. Okay. It's true. He literally creates all the villains. That's um, hilarious. So you know, okay. so that book, that that cartoon, I loved as a kid. But I mean, it's not like I hate it now. Mm-hmm. You know, realize that I'm like, this is way not as good as I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like with you know with my son like he watches all kinds of things and I'm like this is pretty crap mm-hmm. but he loves it so like yeah. kids kind of don't have discerning taste sometimes right right well also has like no but notion it, of like sort this of does like this still holds mm. up I, yeah I, I would agree I actually I enjoyed reading it more than I thought it would just like for the sake of it and I mean I think if we read the rest of the books in this series again I think as she sort of like finds her feet and the the, it, the pace picks up because mm-hmm. I, I do think that um the beginning is always slow and then yeah. it kind of gets faster and like that's yeah, every yeah. book series she's yeah. done like I feel like okay the third one you're like oh my gosh this is crazy <laughs> this is so good you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 what else do I have what are my other deep thoughts that I wrote down <laughs> Oh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is like, so uh, Alan and and Tom like trade jobs, right? Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it seems fine that like Tom doesn't have to pretend to be a girl, which I like, again, as a kid, never even occurred to me. But now I'm just like, why? why? (laughs) Yeah, like, um, when I reread that, because I kind of forgot that detail, but he's pretty quickly found out because I guess they're all magic users or maybe they have less privacy. I don't know. Anyways, but like they find out that he's also he's probably not as good of a liar. If you think about it. Wait, do they find out that his like, social skills good? <laughs> do they find out that Tom isn't supposed to be there? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Not in this maybe. book. Does it happen later? Maybe. Well, there's something about how like, oh, I got found out pretty Oh, maybe I totally glossed over that. Just the knights of the convent are much smarter than the knights. Oh, really? So they just don't care? They're yeah. like, whatever. We only wanted, we wanted a warm body. We got one. Cool. Send him to the convent as a boy. Like, he doesn't have to pretend to be a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm? It's just a dumb detail. It's like, why don't they just change names? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> never literally never thought about 
about that. Yeah, as a kid, also just not did not occur to me. It's like, oh, like I kind of, kind of felt like. Um, did you actually think about as as a kid? You're like, oh, if I had to be pretend to be a boy, like what would my boy's name be? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever thought about that. Okay, I, I was just wanted to be a boy. Yeah, I feel like. Well, I feel like I was having this conversation with someone else about how like kids media led me to believe that there'd be a lot of things that I would have to do. Like I would have to know how to escape from quicksand, for example. And then another thing would be like, oh, you should have, you should learn how to like pretend you're a boy. That's gonna come up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, for me, I never thought it would be that hard because I look so much like my brothers. I just mm. like cut my hair. Yeah, I just do a quick move on. Put on yeah. the clothes, like I'm done. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm yeah. basically already a dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But somehow, like, oh, changing like Alana to Alan is like, uh, you're just like, yeah, that makes sense. And you're like, and they actually get like tripped up later because like the the absentee dad like sends a letter like, oh, how's my son Tom doing? And they're like, who's Tom? Because <laughs> they could have told. Totally, like, changed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> could have been Tom. Could have and, been t- <laughs> Alan, like, Tom could have been Alan still. Sure. Right? So, like, not, like, it's less lies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, when they send this letter about how's Tom doing, like, it's still <laughs> been Tom and it would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Literally never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Although I do like it, like, wow. it's somehow believable that this dad, like, cares so little about his children that Alan is just like, oh, yeah, he's really absent-minded. He mixes up, up a lot. And they're like, yeah, checks out. It's like, <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, this supposedly super smart, like, you know, dude, he's <laughs> supposed to be, like, really shrewd and, like, really, like, great. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I did know him as a kid. He kind of was like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay so then like is he really that gullible or does he does he know is it like george like he's just like yeah I, you know it's one of those like i don't it, it it's not a big enough deal because what we got was pretty good like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well i think um so like that sir miles like has like prophetic dreams that he's supposed to take alana to his home so that he can like go to the ruins to get the magic item right yeah. Like and there, I think there's a, like an implication throughout that like the hands of the gods are are working upon these people, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Like what the next one is literally, I think, called in the hand of the goddess. <laughs> hand of the goddess. Yeah. 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 I mean, they really talk about like the religion in this universe is not super super detailed, but there are several gods that they do. Um, mention a lot so i think there's like the the, the black god who's like the god of death right right and then like the goddess i think she's sort of like the childbirth Mm. you know women studying i don't know like (laughs) (laughs) she does like everything um how many do they have more gods that you remember i don't remember that many more i think they have two I think they kind of toss some names around, but um, there's really, there's the there's the black god, and then there's the goddess that, like, Alana prays to and, like, like gives her the ability to, like, go basically to the land of death and bring Jonathan back. Wasn't there, there must be a god of rogues, I think, as well. It makes sense. There must be. 
<laughs> I think so. I feel like it's very D&D like that, you know, like yes. multiple, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they do yeah. sort of different things. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, Alan is definitely like her, her main deity is um, the, I think he's called just the goddess, isn't it? Yeah, like the great mother, um, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Mithros. Isn't Mithros one? Mithros is mentioned. Yes, Mithros is mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if, if she played D&D. She seems like yeah. the kind of person who would. It's possible. I mean, it, Mithros is like a real god. Really? Yeah. The Romans worshipped him. What? Yeah. He's like a bull. He was a bull? Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, be a bull? I don't know. I think he's associated <laughs> with the sun. <laughs> Receive really? sacrifices. <laughs> no. I feel like we've reached the limit of my knowledge. Because, <laughs> like, my thing is, like, Rome is, like, Greek. Plus right. some other ones. But yeah. mostly Greek. Yeah. I might have just totally totally uh you like how confident I sounded it's like yeah totally a real god like I jack shit okay super believed it yeah (laughs) we'll look it up we'll put it in show notes (laughs) put it in show notes yeah everything we will we'll have citations uh Mithros is the Iranian god of the sun justice contract and war uh known as Mithros in the Roman emperor during the second and third centuries etc there you go He's the patron oh. of loyalty. Of war? Uh, uh, war, contracts, justice. Good Pretty stuff. Interesting, because that's yeah. kind of what he does in this, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like, again, it's, it's sort of like there's there's definitely elements of, like, you know, um, sort of ancient mythology. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, those those um, archetypes are definitely there. You know, you yeah. know the, the black god and the, 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 yeah. the mother, the goddess. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty pretty standard, mm-hmm. uh, you know, deity building. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's see what else did I write? Oh, um, this is something that never I did not notice as a kid, but I mean I understand why. But there are like no women in this book. Oh yeah, yeah. There's Maud. Yes. Who's in it for I don't know, first ten pages mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. There's George's mom. Yes. Who's actually Alice, pretty awesome. <laughs> she's pretty awesome. She actually does a lot more in the other, other books, too. Um, there's uh, Rispa, who's mentioned, but maybe mm-hmm. has two lines. She does yeah. more in the other books. Um, there's a queen. There's a queen who, she I think, dies. Lie. She dies later. Okay, sounds right. <laughs> Alana's mother, of course, is dead, like every dead. Disney princess. Right, right. Mother's dead. Uh, um, women? Serving women? around in the background background <laughs> characters it's sort of like yeah you know yeah. hey hey fellow knight what what <laughs> serving women <laughs> dating you know <laughs> yeah that's it i think we're done that's literally all the women yeah in this first book and you know um tamara pierce is really known for writing these strong strong warrior mm-hmm. women types yeah. but in this book again she's in a night school so you know maybe sure. she's there's just but it's it's really to me now noticeable how few women were in this book yeah. um yeah and again in later books it really does change where you can actually have a full-on conversation between two women mm-hmm. um but this one nope kind of can't nope no no victim test passing in this one at all yeah, I mean, I guess George's mother 
does. Yeah, okay, you know what? I take it back. Fine. But it's yeah. sort of barely. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, the Bechdel test is meant to be a low bar, so good job. Um, it's but a yeah, low, it's a low, low, low bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you're I mean, right. And you're now, right. technically, for the plot of this story, technically, her mm. having a period mm. and all the stuff that kind of happens with that doesn't have to happen in order to push the plot forward. The primary plot is um, this whole demon thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although that's sort of not known until like the last 20 pages. It's like third act. Now there's a whole new goal, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. That also, I think as a kid did not strike me at all. And then reading it this time is like, well, this really comes out of nowhere. And it's also at no point established that like yeah. Elena and Jonathan are awesome enough to defeat these like terrible nope. demons that an entire city is scared of. Yeah. Like, Jonathan's I guess he's good at math. He's good at math. <laughs> that's what they talk about. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's, you know, like, that was another thing that I wrote down was like, I feel like the ending's kind of abrupt. It's super you know, abrupt. like, yeah. Roger shows up, he mm-hmm. drops this like bombshell of a, of a cursed city on them. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, we got to do this. Like, again, if you're, you know, if you're going to talk about like plotting and mm-hmm. storytelling, like the yeah. seeds of that city should have been talked about from like the first time she walks into the city. You know, she rides in and there's like whispers like there should have been something. There's right. Some right, kind of right. Foreshadowing. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 And so like there's this whole like the the I don't know. They, were they kind of ancient? I felt like they were aliens. Do you feel like they were aliens? Um. See, actually, I was maybe I've been like. Yeah, I was trying to think about is this one of these stories in which like this is actually like far future Earth or whatever. Mm. Um. I feel like they might as well be aliens, but they could also just be like immortal demons that eat people like yeah. the way i i don't know if maybe i glossed over like the description of their bodies mm-hmm. but i kind of felt like they looked like the end of um ai did you ever see that oh yeah 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 remember yeah, the yeah. robot alien things at yeah. the end i yeah. like for some reason that's what i think they look like that's so funny <laughs> Like I have to sort admit, of, like yeah. tall, glowy thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's all they're described as, though. Is like they're they're very tall and they're like super hot. Um, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> I gotta say though, at the very end, they're down to like there's only two like demons left. There's like a female one and a male one, and I, I'm I'm only thinking of like Jesse and James. It like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's great, but. Uh, yeah, so they just straight up some murder some demons, huh? They just they just kill like nine demons. It is sort of <laughs> odd. Like I know you're training for a night, but still, like killing stuff shouldn't be easy. Yeah, like they suffer no repercussions, like emotionally from that, really. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, I thought it was interesting how they planted kind of early, like Maud's whole like exhortation to Elena is like, you need to use your gift to heal because when you become a knight, you're gonna like murder Kill. people. Yeah. 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 That was actually kind of good. And then I feel like it doesn't really get picked up on again. It, like literally, your job is to hurt people. Yeah. I mean, like it's not supposed to be, but it really is. Really, yeah. You're supposed to be like she's defending the weak, but. Like, are you doing with, with edged weapons? Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> well, it's really different because Alana's goal in the books is really different than, say, like, Kel in The Protector of the Small. The Protector of the Small, like, because she's this, Kel is, like, this huge child. <laughs> like, she's a huge girl. 
She's mm-hmm. like taller than almost all the other boys, you know, even. Mm-hmm. And I think she ends up like six. I don't know. She's like Brienne of Tarth. Like she's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like her whole thing is like she wants to protect those that can't protect themselves, you know, whoever yeah. that is. Yeah. I don't really ever think Elena has that um, drive. Her goal is to like go out into the world and like have adventures. It kind of is. Be like a knight errant. Yeah. Like that's what she wants to do is like she wants to go run around and like do nightly things you know it's kind of great actually like a couple of people ask her it's like well I mean someone's going to find out you're a woman at some point and she's like yeah I'm going to graduate from night school I'm going to become a knight I'm going to like drop this bombshell and just peace out and then just go like have adventures <laughs> mic drop <laughs> yeah totally it's like guess what suckers <laughs> and, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm then. a chick <laughs> It does seem kind of odd. Like, she thinks, like, okay, so you're going to be, like, a knight for, like, seven years or something like that. You're going to be these people for seven years. And, like, you know, like, you're just going to suddenly tell them, I'm a girl. I don't care if, like, you know, I basically lied to you this entire time. Like, our entire friendship, not real, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, I guess, very um, uh, (laughs) half-baked to think that you could just do that. Like, Like, there's no relationships. Yeah, well, she is, that kind of feeds in her, like, imposter syndrome in that she's, like, she's, like, why would these people like me? Like, I'm literally lying to them all the time. You know, it's, like, going against their code. She's, like, being dishonorable, which is kind of good. But, I mean, does she really feel like, you know, they were, like, oh, I'm just going to leave and it's going to be no big deal. Like, does she really think, like, she's not going to get hurt with all this rejection that, you Mm -hmm. know, like, that she thinks is going to happen? Yeah. And they think they're not going to be able to take away a knighthood? Like <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna invalidate her diploma. Yeah. They will. Yeah. <laughs> They'll yeah. withhold her her transcript. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, she came up with this plan when she was ten, all right? Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time to maintain a lie for. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm trying yeah. to think if there's what else have you got? Any other any other reflections? Questions. What else do we have? Let's see. Um, would you still recommend this book? Huh. That's really interesting. I guess yeah. it would be like who too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like just right now, I don't know that I would, but that's probably because I can't think of anyone in my life that I would recommend it to, not because it's, like, a bad book. I also don't know that many, like, children. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> would you give this book uh, to your son when he's old enough? You know, so there's a lot of books that I want to start reading to him eventually, mm-hmm. um, like, were my favorites. Um and I guess it's kind of bad, but I'm sort of torn with this whole thing of, like, you know how they say that girls read books with boys as main characters? Yeah. But boys tend not to read books with female protagonists. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Wesley would would listen to it, you yeah. know? And I, I mean, I'm trying, man, but, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, really hard to fight a lot of these, these yeah. gendered expectations, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, like some things Wesley is still really like pure and innocent on and like he'll still like he still likes my stuffed animals and he still likes my my pink blankets but Mm -hmm. you know there's certain things he's like well that's a girl thing like I I don't want a unicorn 
unicorn or whatever. You know, stuff. I'm like, no, unicorns are fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not certainly until he's older because I don't want to explain, you know, to an eight-year-old what a period is. That's just yeah. Yeah. a lot yeah. of awkwardness. Yeah, but that's it. I feel like a lot of guys, like grown ass adults, do not understand it, and it's not that hard. So I feel like it's good for him to be exposed to this. I know, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, Probably. an eight year old, an not eight year old, like it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've definitely I've, re- I've recommended it to patrons at the library before. Um, so again, when we were young, YA as a as a like an age group didn't exist. They didn't have it. Yeah. So this book tends to fall in like the junior high section now. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and so it was a little bit younger than sort of my target demographic where I worked, but I would still recommend it. Some of her books later, Tamara Pierce's books, probably fit in better, a little bit better with um more YA, a little bit older. Um, but this one still I think skews on the younger end of teen. Yeah. Um, but I almost feel like, you know, could this book do with like a retcon? Like if mm-hmm. she rewrote it? Yeah. Could she do better? Interesting. You know, could she could she plant those those <laughs> in earlier? You want to fix it? Could she it? give Francis a couple more lines? <laughs> you want to fix it? Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <clears throat> And then this is, I think, actually a huge issue. Um, so a lot of the books that I loved as a kid, and we'll probably talk about this later, the style of writing for children has changed a lot. So oh, if you okay. compare this to, say, A Little Princess, I mean, which is written for a younger audience, but, but like there's a pace to those books, right? So this book is a little bit faster paced book than that. Like children's books now like YA books now they're so fast paced mm. like because if they aren't grabbing a kid's attention in the first two pages mm-hmm. like that book's not and so it's very much like quick cut quick cut quick cut joke pop culture yeah. reference yeah. you know like action yeah. scene and so I've had a hard time recommending some of my favorite books even though I think they're fantastic to some of my volunteers or some of the children or the teens in my library because it doesn't grab them in the same way you know like yeah. even Harry Potter which I'm not a fan of um right. like those books they're 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 much faster you know mm. what I mean? like lots of things happen they're not That's spending true. a lot of time on this, this kind of this exposition and world building right you know? so I mean I would recommend it I just I've I've struggled with getting kids to appreciate it, I think, the way we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I was trying to get a copy of this book, because as will become a, fr- a refrain on this podcast, my copy of it is probably in my dad's garage. Uh, <laughs> I checked two used bookstores <laughs> and they both had Tamara uh, uh, Pierce books, but they didn't have any of the Alana books. So I wonder mm-hmm. if like the her newer ones are more popular. So. I, I wonder if this book is starting to feel its age. Yeah. Or it's has possible. been feeling its age. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Which means we are feeling our age because I still thought it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But I mean, I read a lot of, well, I used to read more, but I, I mean, I've read a lot of like current YA and definitely 
the way young adult books are written now are so different. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people would ask me, they would say like, okay, well, I have a 10 year old, but he reads at a high school level, you know, what do you, what can you recommend? And I, I would tell them, I'm like, you know, the problem is, is that YA books are not necessarily written any more with any more complexity or mm-hmm. depth or higher yeah. vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, a book, you know, the thing is that those books, the, to me, what mainly distinguishes them is the content. You mm. know, so you're talking about what are those themes? What are they experiencing? You yeah. Know? And a lot yeah. of it is like how emo they are. Like, cause those yeah. Are my books. So many feelings. <laughs> so emo. So emo. Yeah. And I, so I would say, like, you know, I mean, the thing is, like, you can get this book for YA, but it's not going to do what you think it's going to. And these are you know, feelings and, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like they're going to be doing things that your 10 year old is not going to understand. Yeah. They shouldn't yeah, yeah, understand, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, you know, throw them twilight, like, no, no. <laughs> poorly written. Yeah. You know, it's probably written at like a fourth grade level. Yeah. And we'll give I you mean, extremely strong like, ideas about acceptable relationships. <laughs> oh my gosh. Watch if yourself. we ever talk about twilight, we have to oh talk about God. so much stuff. It's true. It's so true. It's frightening. Yeah. But it appeals to the, I, what I call the lizard hind brain, you know, like it's just <laughs> one of pure emotion because yeah, there's no rationality yeah. to that, to that book. You know, yeah. it's literally like, I only feel mm-hmm. that's what, so, I mean, that's t- me what modern YA is like you know all this 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 feeling yes yeah yeah, yeah. and this book is not terribly emotional right like even she's like we defeated some demons they're not like jubilant over it right they're like it happened I saved my my (laughs) one of my best friends lives Right. Yeah, that was cool, I guess, you know. Well, she's she's more upset at that time because uh, Jonathan has found out her secret. She's, like, not super bothered about the genius. <laughs> she just doesn't seem terribly... Even if we're finding out her secret, she doesn't seem that upset over it. That's true. Right? Uh, like, I, mean, I think you're right. doesn't seem terribly upset either. Yeah, he he's strangely cool with it. Um, yeah, he was totally, like, are you still the same person other than your girl now? She's like, yeah. yeah. You're like, cool. I'm like, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These people are very chill about being They're lied to chill. for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For three yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Kind of oh, makes you wonder, like. I never took, uh, went swimming. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of makes you wonder if there's, like, are there just a ton of women disguised as men just, like, running around this world? This <laughs> like a it's common. Whole- Everyone does it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I guess maybe like we were, so we were, we were children when we read this. We were pretty simplistic, and so they just talk about she binds her, you know, down, mm-hmm. you know, have a manly, mm. uh, so she doesn't have her womanly shape or whatever. Like, there's more than that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, do they ever explain the fact that, like, say you gain weight in your hips, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. she never develops like a lower voice she doesn't grow any facial hair like right. I don't think they ever do they ever talk about that so she mentions at one point that she is gonna have to start faking like pretending that her voice is breaking uh which seems pretty challenging she never mentions facial hair <laughs> it's, 
Right, because in the later books, she's definitely old, older, mm-hmm. and they don't. When 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 does ever does she tell not tell them literally until she becomes a knight in these books? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember either. But I mean, she keeps this ruse up for quite a while. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, did she like draw on stubble? Like, what is going on? <laughs> or did she always just pretend like? I just can't grow facial hair. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that does, that does happen, but uh, yeah. Um, also, one of her classes is wrestling, which you'd think like something would they're, come up, but yeah. They're going to notice. <laughs> you would think. And even with chest binding. Yeah. Like, unless you're very, very boyish. Yes. You know, and like just the fact that you have a nipped in waist. Mm-hmm. Or you should. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I watch a lot of drag queens, you know? So they have to do a lot of work to look like a woman. Like, men mm-hmm. and women do generally do not have the same body shape. That said, though, um, and you, I guess you, you could just admit the fiction that, like, she does have slim fits. Like, she does have, like, relatively flat breasts. She's just, like, she just, she's just pulling it off. Like, I, f- I feel like that's that's possible. She just got really, really lucky. Because, you yeah. know, there's some women, like, I don't yeah. think there's any hope in hell that they could, yeah. you know, hide yeah, yeah, their yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, you for know? sure. Not to mention that doing a ton of physical exertion while binding is an extremely bad idea. <laughs> like, you can, yeah. like, actually hurt yourself. <laughs> oh, you could totally hurt yourself. Yeah. But, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, so even if you were, like, super, super fit, like, even, like, you work hard, like, they still don't look like men. Yeah, I mean, they're also not wearing spandex. They don't look like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they're wearing shifts and tunics but, but, <laughs> and hose. Yeah, but if you're wearing, and then what would happen, like, you know, I'm sure at some point during sparring or whatever, she had to have gotten kicked in the crop. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So she literally has to pretend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She has to like fall on the ground and like start retching. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she has to <laughs> pretend crippling, uh, <laughs> crippling pain. <laughs> Which that's like one of her dirty tricks when she finally fights her bully. Is she just like punches him in the nuts. <laughs> so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how she's getting rid of all of her like bloody bandages every month. There's like, yeah, you can ask a lot of questions. There's a lot. There's a lot of questions. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Those, like, don't don't think too deep upon it. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Trouble yourself not with such things. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's the thing. Like, if you think too deep upon it, like the entire point of that, there's this girl and she is, awesome, you know. And again, it's like, yeah, part of the natural talent, but she also works super hard. She's really smart. Yeah. She's loyal to her friends. Like, she's mm-hmm. just this amazing person. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, like, a pretty cool role model, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's probably why we, like, bonded so deeply with, with these books. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because, you know, I mean, um, so Tamara Pierce, basically, in one of, uh, I saw her at a young adult class about two years ago, I think, um, and she was one of the keynote speakers. And, I mean, I always thought she was fantastic before. I, after seeing her speak, I'm like, she's even more fantastic. But the reason why she started writing was because she's like, I did not see the characters that I wanted to see in books. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted independent, smart, capable women. 
yeah, and yeah, yeah. she's like yeah they they didn't exist in the books I was reading she's like there's books like Conan or whoever mm-hmm. and there's like these really like strong men but yeah. no 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 girls or women and yeah, again yeah. I think maybe that's the whole rep- representation really does matter and and does. we saw we saw maybe something that we wanted to be you know as kids like we wanted yeah, to be yeah. these like tough women too yeah, yeah yeah totally totally yeah I think it worked yeah <laughs> yeah so oh this is so great so I'm looking at my book cover Mm-hmm. which is you know rock in the 90s yeah. um, the, the tagline at the top of this book is fantastic <laughs> she burned to become a knight of the realm no matter what the cost mm. that's great yeah it makes it sound a lot more salacious than it is it does yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. Burned. she burned <laughs> no matter the cost yeah oh my goodness <laughs> so great yeah so okay, okay. um final thoughts all my questions final cool. thoughts yeah what are the final thoughts i don't know maybe we're just gonna like just gonna kind of peter out i feel like we hit everything that i like wanted to to mention yeah well this is a pretty long you know chat too it's been yeah hour. <laughs> you actually you asked a great like roundup question which is like would you would you recommend this book and then we like you know rambled on for another half hour <laughs> well you know we chased the rabbit yeah we did we did oh well it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. um yeah yeah no closing thoughts I mean I do think that this is a, a really great book but I mean I I don't know if I'd be the same person mm-hmm. if I hadn't read her books oh a strong statement but I mean I feel like you know so I'm trying to think of like what my first fan books were you mm-hmm. know like this moss mm-hmm. flower oh yeah right but if you're talking about like high fantasy like mm-hmm. it's like this and moss flower I think were my, some of my first and sort of fanta- fantasy stories or the the tropes within that I think were really like you know, something that I read a lot into. And there's a lot of always, there's always a lot of really strong characters, I think, in um, fantasy stories, especially the more current ones, the more recent mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. You know, at least they always had, like, one cool character, like, one cool lady in it, you know, that I could yeah. be like, oh, she's awesome. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think it did make a big, I, I think it was really important to me, you know. Because, mm-hmm. You know, you get other strong characters like Joe and Little Women, but she's mm-hmm. very different in her strength, right? Yes. This yeah, one is true. literally outright like, F you, I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I can kick your ass. And I will kick your ass by cheating. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel represented as a short person? Um, I don't know if I ever... I- identified with her as so much as being like a short person but um <laughs> <laughs> but I think definitely as a like as a woman you know yeah, and I yeah. think trying to just sort of like do, do you know kind of find your own way like I think that resonated with me a lot yeah yeah yep so okay um should we talk about uh next time yeah Okay, so our plan is to try to do one of these every two weeks. So thank you, uh, listeners, 
whoever's listening, because my husband even said he wasn't listening to it because he doesn't listen to podcasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yay, loyalty. Yeah. No thanks to Shirley's husband. Yay! I love him anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're going to try to do it uh, in about two weeks. Um, and we're going to read the Egypt game by... Uh, what's her name? Zilpha Keatley Snyder, I think yes. it is? No, you nailed it, yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, I don't think I can spell no. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we have a very long list of books that we want to read um, and discuss, and uh, we'll see how many we can get through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. fun. So, thank so. you, inaugural listener, listeners. The uh, the sound quality probably wasn't the best, and also we rambled on a whole bunch. Um, one of those things might get better, uh, but stick with <laughs> us. The rambling will not. It will not. It will not. You guessed it. Yeah, it will not. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. If you stuck through our our chat, <laughs> yes, thank you, loyal listeners. So, yeah, yeah, and I have to I have to add this because this is what Wesley told me to add. He's mm-hmm. like, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, mash those like buttons. Yeah, smash that <laughs> like button. Because <laughs> Wesley wants to be a YouTuber. So oh my god, no. <laughs> No, no. Like you need an actual career. You cannot be a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a time to be alive, huh? Oh, my goodness. We're apparently just, like, saying random things on the internet will make you millions of dollars. <sighs> okay. So, All right. Yeah, we'll uh, uh, hopefully uh, be talking to you again in another two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Keep reading.